Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to Christina Aguilera Track Battle. I'm your host Bags, super fan and lover of all things Xtina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy random track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which is better. Let's find out which songs are going head to head this episode. Are you ready fighters? Let's spin the wheel. Moves like Jagger. And that's going up against... Woohoo! Oh, why hello collab time! Two very prolific and iconic collabs from Christina's discography here. So, without further ado, let's get on with this battle of epic collab proportions. Let's first start with Moves Like Jagger. Now, if you don't know this song, Where Have You Been For The Past 10 Years, um, this is probably one of the biggest selling songs um, of the past 10 years, um, definitely from the 2010s. Um, and this is the song that was a collaboration with Maroon 5, um, and it was released in 2011 as the fourth and final single of the re-release of their 2010 album, Hands All Over. Um, so the song was written by Adam Levine, who is the frontman of Maroon 5, Amar Malik, Benny Blanco and Shellback and it was produced by Benny Blanco and Shellback and it's this sort of disco electro pop song um, which has these sort of throbbing synths and very fast paced drums um, with these very distinctive elements woven throughout Um, you know you've got this catchy ass whistling um, and also there's a guitar line that's just sort of that seeps in and out throughout the song and they, they both start right at the intro and play throughout the song um, and the whistling, um, sort of the, the whistling that's repeated uh, throughout the song is what makes the song particularly infectious. Um, you know, very few songs incorporate like whistling as an element and sort of this identifies the song straight away. You sort of know within the first two, three seconds of the song, what this song is. It's one of the probably most identifiable songs, identifiable hits from the 2010s. Um, so, you know, it's a very, very recognisable song. And of course, a lot of people will know it and a lot of people will know what this song is about as well. Um, so, yeah, this song, essentially, it's about a guy trying to impress a love interest um, with his dance moves, which he compares to the moves of Mick Jagger, the lead singer of the Rolling Stones. And Christina's part in this song is more of a tease. She gives into the sort of the impressing that this guy is um, sort of letting off and suggests that she will, you know, share her secret as you know, sort of he takes control and she's being swooned over by these dance moves. I mean, hot stuff. Um, And, you know, very interesting that um, there is a song about Mick Jagger that Christina is a part of, uh, knowing that she's worked with Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones um, on on the song Live With Me that they did for the Shine Light documentary that was um, filmed by Martin Scorsese. We have talked about this song on a previous podcast episode. Um, So, yeah, it sort of all connects here and... um, really really weird you know music industry you know how I like the connections and how I like things that are very sort of meta and reference themselves and and here I suppose is 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 no different um so Adam Levine actually said about the song um that it was one of those songs that 
was definitely a risk in terms of um, you know the title of the song it's a very bold statement moves like Mick Jagger um, and, and he has these moves um, you know if you've ever seen the Rolling Stones perform live or you've seen videos of them, of them performing live it's very like you know I wish I could show you right now because you know the podcast is an audio medium but um, you know it's very like you know hands pointed up in the air you know very much like leading with the shoulders um, you know you know what I'm talking about. You see Mick Jagger and you think of the moves straight away. Um, and, you know, Adam Levine actually said that that was very bold, saying that, you know, Mick Jagger and referencing Mick, Jag- Mick Jagger on the song. Um, and, you know, he said that Maroon 5 have never really released a song like that, um, you know, because it's very different to their other stuff. You know, Maroon 5, since Adam Levine has been on The Voice and Maroon 5 have got a lot more mainstream success, a lot of their work is a lot more pop-oriented now and electro-pop-oriented as opposed to the pop-rock stuff they were doing um, right when they first came out, songs about Jane, that sort of stuff. Um, so their, their sound has very much changed um, and I suppose very much, you know, gone into the mainstream. You know, they've had a lot of big, big, big hits as a result of Adam Levine's presence as a coach on The Voice. Um, and, um, you know, it's it's very, he said it was very exciting to do something that's a bit different and do something a bit new and sort of an evolution of their sound. Um, and, you know, he was very happy that people were very much on board and very much liked the song, um, you know, Moves Like Jagger. It sort of has opened the door for them a lot. Um, so the collaboration itself came about due to the reason that both Christine and Adam Levine were both um, two of the original coaches um, on the US singing competition, The Voice. Um, uh, you know, they never called them judges on The Voice because, um, you know, they, they it was very much, The Voice was like an alternate to the, the, the singing quiz, uh, the singing um, shows that, that were on television that were absolutely everywhere. Um, and, you know, that they called them coaches instead of judges because they were sort of very more hands-on in the process, seeing their acts through, um, being very sort of there for them and speaking about their what they're doing and being very involved in their process throughout the competition, whatever their acts were. Um, And this is why it was so different from rival shows like American Idol and X Factor. Um, And, you know, this is probably why The Voice has ended up being sort of the most popular out of the three now, because, um, you know, it never sort of used acts as a laughing stock rather than it actually regarded talent as the highest. And it never sort of laughed at people just for the sake of laughing at people, which is very much like what American Idol did in in their audition stages um, and also X Factor as well. Um, you know, being being sort of of the same ilk there. Um, and, you know, they still have to get that big selling star out of the voice. You know, they haven't really got that in, in America um, and even in the UK as well, you know, as opposed to both American Idol and X Factor having quite a few, you know, named artists that you can think of that have both come from both of those shows, you know, X Factor being very short lived, but still having some acts from there that are still very much in the mainstream, um, you know, is something to sort of keep their head held high about even though the voice was beating them in the ratings and stuff like that um but yeah christina adam um were part of the two the lineup of the original coaches uh, along with Celia green and blake shelton as well uh, and you know christina has collaborated with all three of the original um the original lineup um you know blake shelton on lotus and so same with Celia green on on a song from lotus as well and also some songs from burlesque as well um and then adam levine with this um so this song was such a big big success for both maroon five and christina it went to number one in the us and also number two 
two in the UK. Um, so it didn't actually go to number one, but the, the sort of the thing about its chart run on the UK, um, it was number two for seven consecutive weeks, um, which sort of equaled the record for most weeks at number two by a song never to reach number one. Um, so it equaled it with a song called I Swear by All For One, um, which is also a weird connection because All For One were the original people that sang I Turn To You, uh, which is what Christina ended up singing and recording as the third single from um, the debut album, which is connections we love the connections um but yeah in the uk moves like jagger was kept off the top spot by six different number one singles um as well which is very weird because it was still selling so well but all these songs were coming along and jumping from number three to number one or or going straight in at number one and, and moves like jagger was still selling very consistency um to keep at that number two position that they had for absolutely ages um and you know even to top that off in the year end charts as well in terms of you know what was the biggest selling song of the year in the uk moves like jagger ended up being at number two as well so it was like the number two curse that was very much following it around in the uk but still a very very big song very very massive song um you know so now the song actually holds the record for the biggest selling single in the uk that hasn't reached the top spot um, it was last christmas by wham which is george michael's band um, but that song actually went to number one um, in 2021 um, you know Christmas songs always get released and um, they're always there and they always get a big surge in popularity around the holiday time um, so last Christmas ended up getting a big surge of popularity and getting to number one um, in 2021 which meant that the title was then handed over to Moves Like Jagger so Moves Like Jagger is now the biggest selling number two UK single of all time um, so pretty unique award to have and and very good in that way um so you know big successful song and of course a big successful song has to have a big music video so this was directed by jonas ackerland uh, a name that we've heard before on this podcast and it was filmed in the los angeles theater in los angeles california in july 2011 and it's sort of this mashup of people trying to emulate mick jagger's moves um, including adam himself and christina appears later on in the video in this sort of very retro look twiggy like eyelashes this giant black flop hat and her name appears on the screen in this sort of pink neon writing and then she sort of joins the party on the stage um you know christina actually um christina got a lot more into social media when she was in the voice and when she was being a coach there and, and she sort of very much carried that on which has been really great because she's a very you know self-confessed hermit when it comes to things like social media and technology she's very very old school so it's nice to see that she's embracing that now um you know even more so now to today you know she's she's constantly engaging with fans and um on twitter and she's posting cool content and stuff like that which is really really good um but at the time christina actually posted an image of herself um from the video shoot on twitter the day after filming and she said you know it's always great to see jonas ackland created the perfect feel for the song expect a very fun video and this image showed aguilera performing um you know with this band in front of a background of the american flag so it's very very iconic um you know in terms of the picture that it was and uh and 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 um, you know for a song that actually was very very popular this is sort of become a very iconic look for her i suppose so let's look at favourite parts and favourite lyrics, as we have done with every song here. Um, so my favourite part is, you know, of course, it's the Christina part here. Um, you know, I love how all the busy instrumental completely cuts out and we get this thumping bass and Christina's unrecognisable vocals. You know, she actually steals the show here and I'm not being biased. It brings a really cool dynamic to the song because, you know, the song is very, you know, generic and very one note. And, um, you know, you, as soon as you sort of start to get used to it, Christina's part comes in and it's like, whoa 
this is cool i love it um favorite lyric so watch and learn i won't show you twice head to toe Ooh, baby rub me right um you know there's a bit of a nod to genie in a bottle here the rub me right you know and i'm a sucker for a reference especially this one as it's very meta as we we already spoke about um so live performances they performed this together twice um you know maroon 5 have performed this loads and loads um but with Maroon 5 and Christina together. They also performed it on The Voice together when it first came out and also the American Music Awards. Um, and Christina has also included the a part of the song on her set as part of this sort of medley with Feel This Moment. Um, you know, it's sort of this party segment at the end of the show in terms of the experience in the X tour. Of course, she is, is right to include it because it's one of her bigger hits from the past sort of few years um, and, and as well as Pitbull song as well um so the song was nominated for a grammy for best pop duo or group performance but actually lost to body and soul by amy winehouse and tony tony bennett um you know lost to a very very good track but yeah grammy nominated song um interesting thing about the song um structurally the song goes intro verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus but um you know what's very interesting is that each verse and each chorus are exactly 30 seconds long and the intro and the bridge are 15 seconds making it a very sort of symmetrical song and each chorus is very much split in half as well with the drums sort of dropping out halfway when um adam levine sings like jagger um and this happens on the first two choruses but not on the third chorus um so very very weird but very symmetrical as well and the verses themselves take up a full minute which is very long compared to a lot of other pop songs um so that's really weird i'm a sucker for weird things like that um interesting though mick jagger actually said something about the song and um, he said it's very catchy i could say i wish i had written it but wouldn't that be weird it's fun very young children like it which is always cool and funny but what am i going to say it's I'm not going to be mean about it. It's very catchy pop, isn't it? It's funny. Only thing is, it puts a lot of pressure on me when I go out dancing. So, nice tribute to him as well. An absolutely massive, massive hit and a great collaboration for Christina. So, let's move on to the other collaboration, which is going to be featured in this podcast, which is Woohoo! So, Woohoo! Um, is track number three from Bionic, as it appears in the track list, which was released in 2010. And it was actually released as the album's second radio single in the US in 2010. Uh, it was supposed to be the original second single for Bionic, but um, got surpassed by You Lost Me, and then Woohoo! sort of got lost in the mix as well. Um, but the song features Nicki Minaj. Um, so it's Christina and Nicki collaborating together. And this was very much at the inception of Nicki's career, you know, way before she took off with her signature hits like Super Bass, Starships, um, you know, in the following years to follow. Um, so this was very much when Nicki Minaj was um, coming out and she was collaborating with a lot of random artists and sort of really getting her name out there. Um, the song was written by Christina, Nicki, Claude Kelly, Esther Dean and Paolo Dodon and it was produced by Paolo Dodon with additional vocal production by Claude Kelly. So this was in sort of the same sessions that were um, sort of producing Not Myself Tonight, I Hate Boys. The session that Christina said when she came off burlesque, she was feeling more inspired and she wanted to called more sort of music for bionic um and then it culminated in not myself tonight woohoo i hate boys um 
we don't know if that was the story in real life you know it could have been label thing it could have been it could have been anything but um that those are the three songs that came out from this session and and woohoo is a great great song to come out of that session um the instrumental itself uses a loop sample from a few seconds of a song from 1972 by a hungarian singer called kati kovacs uh, on a song called adma uram as ezot apologies if if i've said that wrong to any hungarian listeners um but um it sort of is this loop from this um sort of drum part um in in sort of the bridge of the song um and um the song itself the hungarian translates to god give us rain god give us woohoo um so uh yeah interesting interesting user sample there as well um so Woohoo is this sort of electro R&B track with very dancehall influences. To me, the instrumental sounds like what sort of a robot would sound like if they were dancing. You know, you can hear these movements and little blips and sounds and quirks and quips. And, you know, these sound effects just makes you just makes you think it. Listen to the instrumental. The instrumental is out there on YouTube, you know, with that Christina and, and Nikki's vocals on it. And it, it actually sounds very sort of robotic and, you know, very much in the vein of what Bionic should be. A different, you know different spin on it you know it's not full-on electro but it's electro with a twist and it's really really cool um you know the song itself has a very very raunchy subject matter to it you know it's about the heck but specifically oral sex um let's say no more <laughs> um but this is one of several songs on bionic to contain very raunchy lyrics you know we saw a lot of um raunchiness and randiness here from christina and christine actually said that you know the, the album was actually about becoming a mother but just becoming a mother hasn't tamed her um you know it's, it had the opposite effect she she sort of explained that her body has gone through things she's felt sexier since motherhood it's a new confidence that she gets after giving birth you know women are just bionic we're the creators of life you know so this is a celebration of the woohoo you know power to the woohoo as christina has once said um so the song itself is very chanty very sing-songy it's kind of like an x-rated playground chant you know i mean those two things shouldn't go together because it's x-rated you know let's say no more but we're so here for xxxtina as we have said many times before on this podcast um so like we said Nicki minaj actually makes her appearance here um she's on it before the final chorus with her rap where she you know echoes about the song's content she throws in a lot of designer brands for good measure as any good rap feature should um but yeah like we said in 2010 christina was actually one of the first mainstream pop artists to feature Nicki minaj on her album um and you know we've spoken about this before on christina aguilera track battle how ahead of its time bionic was and even christina said this as well you know it had Nicki minaj on it before she was on every pop track as a feature it had sia as a songwriter before she went and written songs for everybody she was snapped up by beyonce rihanna katie perry britney etc and also other collaborators before they collaborated with other mainstream artists like mia with madonna and you know Nicki minaj actually went on to to be in madonna's album as well um so very much ahead of her time in terms of who she collaborated with and some of the sounds that she was coming out with um and woohoo very much is in that vein as well Um, So let's look at favourite parts and favourite lyrics. For me, my favourite part has to be sort of from the last chorus onwards towards the end of the song. Um, You know, we get the ad-libs, signature Christina, powerhouse vocals, absolutely amazing. And then it turns into this epic outro um, where this instrumental comes into the forefront. You get the swirling synths, the epic bass, the R&B beat, you know, all together. It's just so gorgeous. But Another part I have to shout out to here is the intro here as well, because, you know, you think this song will be this sort of trippy electro thing. It starts with all these fast blips and, you know, really, really 
trippy electro stuff and then suddenly the beat comes in and it's this unashamed unapologetic R&B beat and it's just genius I absolutely love it it would have been a great intro to the bionic tour um sort of very much like the performance of not myself tonight on Oprah uh, where they had the intro of wahoo before seeking into um not myself tonight um but yeah really really cool how it just flips it up and you know it's out of the sort of the, the three Paolo Dodon songs Not Myself Tonight, Woohoo and um, I Hate Boys. I think this is Woohoo is probably the most experimental very much more so in the vein of what Christina sort of was speaking about Bionic about before it was released and before we knew any of what the song sounded like. Woohoo is very much it is experimental it is electronic um, you know even though on the face of it it's an R&B song but when you look at it when you sort of take all the bits apart you hear these robotic sounds you hear the blips you hear the experimentation and it's really really cool um my favorite lyric so many to choose from here absolutely loads um all the boys think it's cake when they taste my you didn't even need a plate just your face licky licky yum yum i'm a little tipsy play along with me let me hear you scream but bitches keep it clean i mean all of them are just pure filth and i love it you know it's great it's it's, it's almost, you know, it, Christina's one of the artists that can do sort of tongue-in-cheek very, very well. You know, this song, if anybody else had done it, it would come across as humorous. And yes, this is humorous, but it's done in a, such a great way. It's very tongue-in-cheek, yet very, very... It just works. It very much works at the same time. Um, so live performances, she did sing a portion of this song alongside Bionic and Not Myself Tonight during a medley that she did at the MTV Movie Awards in 2010 when she was promoting the album and it was the last song of the medley, it was censored out some parts as well, you know, because it is very, very raunchy, um, but it was very cool, the dance moves, the choreography, really, really great, her backup dancers had sort of these red hearts on their groinal area and the medley ended with Christina standing in the middle of the stage, the camera zooming in on her groinal area and uh, she was wearing this amazing jeweled bodysuit and then there was a neon sort of beating heart like made out of lights uh, right in her at her woohoo area iconic um but she's also performed this a lot more since she's returned to the stage um over the past few years um as a, as a sort of a string of bionic tracks she did it at the experience in vegas and she also did it on the liberation tour um would have nice to have been seen on the x tour because you know woohoo has got a lot of love from the fan base um but um yeah would have been really really cool to see um so i think we need to sort of round this off by talking about the song's potential in terms of you know charts music video just general wasted hitness um the song actually charted at number 79 on the us billboard hot 100 just off the back of the album release and one performance alone you know imagine how it would have done with a proper push from the record label and a music video and more promo you know this was the, the crossover hit waiting to happen from this album uh and you know with the Nicki feature as well it would have been done on r&b radio um rhythmic radio pop radio it maybe it was too raunchy who knows but it it could have had a very good radio edit and um it's just one of those songs that would have just taken bionic from where it was at the time um to just completely into the stratosphere and it would have just you know stopped all these comparisons she was getting at the time and um you know who knows i mean i'm not mystic meg but i, I would have just you know would have thought woohoo would be the song that was really really pushed you know especially at the summertime as well but hey it is what it is um, speaking of a potential music video you know there actually was one planned so this was planned to be a single release um the the music video was supposed to be directed by steve boy who's a fashion designer so i'd have expected things like high fashion there was rumors of a designer who had designed corsets for both Nicki minaj and christina um uh for for the for the sort of music video sort of 
words like colourful neon, that sort of thing were thrown around. Um, you know, Nikki actually recorded a backdrop at the same time for the Bionic tour, which we know was cancelled. You know, it would have been pretty epic to see this really, really cool collaboration um, come to life in terms of a music video. Um, you know, like I said, it was very much a wasted hit. It, it had a bit of everything, you know, powerhouse vocals, rap feature, hot club, club beat ready for the summer, catchy, very, very catchy. And it just needed a music video and boom, it would have been absolutely huge, the potential that this song had. Um, but hey, it's a great song and it's a song that a lot of fans love, a lot of non-fans love as well. Um, and, you know, so, so catchy and very much one of the great, greatest um mainstream songs from bionic as well so we've heard about moves like jagger and we've heard about woohoo but there can only be one winner ah <sighs> this is very very hard this time and as the trap battles less and less songs it does get harder and harder but let's get that drum roll please and the winner is woohoo for those who couldn't hear that mumbling, yes, the winner was Woohoo. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm such a geek. I mean, con- congratulations to Woohoo. Very, very hard decision, to this, between the two of them. Um, I mean, for me, Woohoo's definitely the hit that got away from Bionic. It's a song with so much replay value. It just has everything. You know, it moves that jagger. It's a big hit, but, you know, it's completely everywhere. And, you know, well... I'm going to sound like Christina, too much Adam Levine here, and uh, let's leave that there. But, you know, Woohoo is just, you know, iconic, very catchy, so mainstream yet so experimental as well. Definitely um, one of the highlights from Bionic and definitely had to win over the two. So congratulations to Woohoo. Um, the next episode, we'll be looking at songs that will uplift, both uplifting in their so many different ways. One's to do with self-love and the other is when love takes over. Which songs are there? You'll have to find out. Thank you so much for listening. That is it for today's show. Um, I really appreciate that you come along and listen every week. Um, shout out to all of those who've been there since episode one. Um, but thank you so much again for listening. You know, if you like the show, please be sure to let me know what you think. Subscribe, leave comments, send messages. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Xdina Track Battle. Um, I love chatting to you guys and I love chatting all things Christina with you all so keep the messages coming show some love and spread the word tell your mother your brother your sister and your friends (laughs) so join us again for next week's episode peace out (laughs)